Was uh, uh, good? Austin's yeah. good? All yeah, right. Hey, let's go, boys. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're back in here with the boys with the Pro Football Pod, episode 35, coming right at you here. We got the boys back in here, Austin, Coach, myself. We got a little bit of news this week. Had nothing last week, but a couple things dropped for you this week. Continuing our off-season preview program here with the uh, Seahawks, Dolphins, Chargers, Ravens, and Vikings coming up. And then, as promised, we've got our list of top 25 running backs that we're going to run down for you. I'm loving this positional list thing that we've started here. It's just awesome to, like, go in and see in the mind of a GM, like, how you would rank these guys. How's it How's it been going for y'all? Are y'all enjoying it like I am so far? Oh, yeah. I love ranking these players. Love seeing where you guys rank them. Love seeing the diversity of it all. That too. That's, that's exactly it. It's seeing like those old. You know, we all we all have a similar idea on like where people are, especially in like the fifteen to twenties in some of these rankings. But they're all a little bit different. You know, everyone's a little bit up on this guy or a little bit down on that guy. Well, like also too, it's like a little bit of put your money where your mouth is. Like if we've been hyping dudes up or shitting on guys, like it should reflect in your list. Like Austin with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm looking forward next week to see if Mike Evans even makes your 30 man list for wide receivers and pass catchers. Absolutely, he will. I mean, come on, he's a top you're gonna 30, put him in at number 30 or 26. You're, you know, you're gonna put him in at number 30 just to say he's there. Just getting a I mean, thousand who, yards I isn't mean, enough for me. I mean, who's throwing him the ball? Next That's year, very valid. That Baker Mayfield. I mean, yeah, you think Is that who Mayfield's going to pump yeah, him they into got a thousand yards? That's right. That's right. They got. They Baker. replaced the goat with the jit. Well, he'd be smart to uh, follow Devin White's uh, program here and, <laughs> and try to get out of there. Yeah, ask for a trade. I don't know if he can. Didn't he just sign with them this offseason? Like, I don't think that that's really up to him at this point. You know, he's he's probably just trying to – he's putting some tape out there, right? Baker Mayfield obviously, you know, could no, be the difference I'm talking, maker. I'm talking Mike Evans. Mike oh, Evans Mike needs Evans? to get oh, out of there. Yeah. That's a good call. Like, that's think a- about him, like, what, what the Rams wanted Allen Robinson to be. Mike Evans absolutely could be 100%, bro. That could bring that team back. But right the Rams there. have That's a no great fucking call. draft. That's picks. a great call. If the Bucks legitimately draft like four offensive linemen and they all end up being solid, then I mean, they could be good with Baker Mayfield, Rashad White. Like they have a solid offense Decent. put together, but In they that just vision for sure. They have they have Tristan Wirth and then nobody else so i mean like the that's Falcons that's kind of looking beefy now c- compared to them teams. dude dude like there's some scary teams building up some Bro. off-season clout so far if i was devin white i'd want out of there too I, i'll tell the you the falcons i mean they were our favorite team last year as far as keeping games close and covering the spread like and that was last season and they've only got better this offseason and that's Yo. before the draft yeah. like it, the falcons aren't going to be a team to be slept on this year but speaking of the Falcons, man, look at this just rolling on in. Falcons <laughs> traded a fifth round pick to the Lions for Jeff Akuda. So did you hear did you hear about the news with that? That uh Jameson Williams changes his number to number zero and then apologizes to the Lions fans for taking Akuda's number? Like, why does he care about that? But yeah, he changed his number to zero. But yeah, That's awesome. great pick up great pickup by the Falcons though. I can't believe that, that they got it for just a snack. fifth. Like, yeah. I mean, just a fifth. Like, we would have, we, we gave like a third, I guess, for Jalen Ramsey. So if you think of it in that way, like, you know, kind of worth it. But this is a rookie first round pick a couple of years ago that's about to get fucking paid. He's he got hurt last year, and before that, he was like absolutely dominant, he, like in a similar way to CJ uh, JC Horn from uh, Carolina and what he was doing last year. He had his ups and downs, but yeah, he he can be dominant when he wants to be. Oh, uh, we I were mentioning Devin White trying to get out of Tampa. I feel like, uh, again, that that's that that division is just kind of building itself up at this point. Like it's 
it's a little bit scary. Carolina's about to be like actually good, maybe. You know, with them, that's what they're saying. They're going for a Super Bowl. Well, it's post Tom Brady, so you all those teams now are like, hey, we might have a chance now. Yeah, nobody has a chance. Patrick Mahomes runs the league. I, he, that he does. That he does as of right now. So, uh, OBJ is going to Baltimore on a one-year deal with fifteen million guaranteed, eighteen million uh, possibly with incentives. So an extra three mil if he hits certain mile marks. I mean, with Lamar, mil guaranteed, and they won't give Lamar some guaranteed the, money. Like what that's the my fuck? thing. Like at this point, I wonder if they just signed Lamar to like a two-year, like sixty million dollar fully guaranteed deal. I've said like before, just here's your guaranteed money, but it's not as much as you're wanting, and it's on a short contract. The thing that pisses me off is all these people that are advocating for Lamar are talking about how, oh, well, if Patrick Mahomes asked for this type of contract, he'd get it because look at what he got. And it's like no, Patrick they're Mahomes saying didn't ask. He didn't ask for fully guaranteed. They, all, they never talk about Deshaun, bro, because nobody ever wants to compare Deshaun to Lamar and the Browns to the Ravens. Like They only want to talk about all these other great players and how they would get these contracts. But it's like nobody's asking for fully guaranteed except for Kirk Cousins and Deshaun fucking Watson. And Kirk Cousins didn't deserve it when he got it. He's never deserved it. Like any team that's willing to pay their quarterback a fully guaranteed contract is silly. Yeah, but even Kirk Cousins wasn't getting two hundred and fifty million guaranteed. It was like two or three. The way years. they the way they were structuring it was, yeah, we're gonna give you a short deal. It'll be fully guaranteed, but it's basically what you would get on a long term deal. We're just giving you that signing bonus and keeping your year short, and then we'll renegotiate. Like yep. Kirk Cousins has done his contracts geniusly. He that dude has LeBron. made so much money. He's followed the LeBron train of like I'm gonna. Sh- better myself i'm gonna go for the short game i'm gonna be consistent and i'll be consistently paid and he's kirk, i don't know if kirk cousins and lebron have ever been mentioned in the same sentence before but well, here now we are they have now they have <laughs> i so, mean that's lebron's thing like you know do a one or two year contract and then whenever the cap is like double what it was two years ago then you get that again like he's always at the supermax yeah so with obj on the Ravens now, you know, you figure, let's figure Lamar's there. Lamar's a Baltimore Raven. He's playing week one. What is your outlook on, one, how it affects the Ravens, and two, how does it move the needle for OBJ, say, fantasy-wise? So what does Rashad Bateman do for the Ravens more than anything? He's basically the OBJ role. He stretches the field. On on the on the main side, on you know Lamar's right, he stretches the field there, and then like Mark Andrews is stretching up the middle to help with the run game. I think that OBJ being on the other side, it just helps them to like back the linebackers up even more. I think J.K. Dobbins is going to eat heavy because of OBJ. I think that Lamar is going to get another step that he gets to take now before linebackers are able to like fully engage on him and if they don't if they respect lamar that much and they disrespect obj and rashad bateman and mark andrews then i think that lamar does have the talent and the decision making to make those throws like he's just had nobody now the big thing is injury right obj's injury prone so is rashad bateman like but if they lose both then they're in the same position they were in last year if both stay healthy make a deep playoff run or their running backs injury prone, that is. I mean, they lost four running do backs there? in like in a week and a half. I think their training staff needs to all get fired, but <laughs> for real. <laughs> that was absurd right before the season started. Too. Right before. Right before the fucking season. All right. So diving into the offseason preview series. We're gonna keep this going here. We got the Seattle Seahawks up first. Finished last year nine and eight. Added this offseason, Bobby Wagner's coming back. He's, you know, he's coming home. It's, 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 it's just right. You know, one year deal for him. Retires a Seahawk. Well, bringing in that other dude, Devin Bush, bro, bringing him at the same. I can't believe the Steelers are letting Devin that Bush speed go. Julian Love, Jaron Reed, Draymond Jones, like 
all of those uh, exactly like they just upgraded that defense hard and that's what they needed upgraded their dbs were good yeah exactly like their dbs are good like quandre Diggs, super fucking solid like Tariq woolen one of number two rookie cornerback last year easily by a mile like their defense like the way this team is going they didn't lose really like I couldn't find really anybody that they lost like anybody major on their squad. Gino would have been the major one, but they re-signed him and brought him back. Because they, they kept uh, both of their wide receivers. They haven't traded anybody like just in general. I mean, they've got Kenneth Walker coming back. Their offensive line was solid as fuck last year. And look wait, at these draft picks. Wait, wait. So they, many didn't they lose picks. one of their running backs? Uh, didn't they lose Rashad, Rashad Penny? Rashad I'm Penny. sorry. They yes, lost sir. Rashad Penny. But Gotta he's the injury Kenneth Walker the third is the starting running back. He's so, like, to me, down. they didn't lose any starters. No, they lost a little bit of depth there at running back, though. But they, they know how to draft running backs. Obviously. Well, look, that, like, hold these, look at these picks, bro. Round one, pick number five from that Russell Wilson trade. Thank you, Broncos. Let's ride. Round one, pick 20, their own pick. Round two, pick 37. Round two, pick 52. Round three, pick 83. Round four, pick 123. Round five, pick 151 from Pittsburgh in a trade. Round five, pick 154. They have they one, two, three, four, eight, five, six, eight seven, eight, the top nine, nine picks in the top 154. Did I count that right? No, it's in the eight. first five rounds. That's still wild, though. That's that's they can do a lot with that. Eight, you're correct. Sorry, my bad. They can still, they can trade regardless. Those. They can do a lot with eight those. picks yeah. in the top one fifty. Like you could easily package and you're up already that, set at running back that and third and second round pick one of those and, and move up even higher for so. There's so much they can do with this draft. Time. The other thing that people aren't talking about is that there hasn't been any changeover in their coaching staff really either. There's still Pete Carroll. There's still the same schemes and everything. The team's just doing what they did last year a little bit better. Now with Gino knowing that he's the starter from day one, getting paid like it. Like they might even be taking a fucking quarterback with all these picks they have. It's totally worth it for them to take a head and hooker if, if and let him sit Richardson for a couple years. Is there at five? Straight they up. absolutely need to take him and let him sit for a year or two behind Gino. Yep. I agree with you as well, though. At that pick 37 overall in the second round, that is that a prime a position huge. for Hendon Hooker if he's still mm. there. And that would be mm. awesome. Like, he's up there in age, but fuck, dude, Gino's what, 31, 32, and just exactly. started popping off? Like, I'm not concerned with the age there if I'm a Seahawks fan. Like, go ahead and get me a quarterback to be ready to take over after Gino because Drew Locke probably ain't it. Now, we know he ain't it. This is the same division as the Niners. Niners, Cardinals, and Rams. That's a tough division. Niners are obviously going to take that division. Tyler's going to be out most of the year. Niners are absolutely the favorite to win the division. Yeah, they should. The Rams, if healthy, can always, like, scare a little bit, but... Shanahan's not afraid of McVay. Like he's undefeated versus McVay in the regular season. Like he's not worried about him. The NFC is a lot easier to run through in come playoff time as well. Um, the this NFC team could is be very weak, scary. Bro. They're very very young. They could stay healthy all year. Like, I mean that that that's a little bit scary, man. I don't think people are talking about the Seahawks and how good they're going to be next year. Like I think that people are expecting Geno to have that like we'll call it a sophomore slump. You know, that second year, everyone figured out what you were capable of last year, and now they know exactly what you're going to do, and they stop you from doing what you want. Yeah, but to me, like, 72% accuracy on completion percentage doesn't lie. Like, you might figure it out a little bit, but that's just putting the ball where you want it. Like, that's, that's just... How do you stop that? Exactly. And I mean, yeah. we met, he's 32. So how long has he been in the league watching film, getting coached up, like watching film with Being other backups? And exactly, bro. Like, well, I, I mean, love the Seahawks as an NFC team this next year. That receiving core is pretty mint, you know? Oh, Lockett like, and DK? Yeah, like, you can't ask for much better. They're a top five receiving duo in the NFL for sure. Exactly. At this point, I... Off the there top of my head, I, I can't think ends. of another one in the NFC 
that would be a that would overtake them as far as the duo. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're they're top twenty receivers every single year. Yeah, because all the like, real duos are in the AFC, with like the Dolphins, the Bengals, like the top top duos are their their AFC teams. Uh, yeah. well, yeah, even Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy are probably stop gonna people are gonna stop referring to them as a top duo. They really didn't perform last year. This is their last year. That is not a top duo. They were expected they to something. be last year. They were expected to be. Yeah. All right, so it's the time we've all been waiting for since we started this here. The the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins number, number one. one. Y'all boys hear about Tua? Have y'all seen him lately? He's Them thick guys, Tua, Tua like and honestly, Tua. he's got that <laughs> thick neck. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the most recent one, oh, he's kind of he? like that. That like you know, it's like his his okay. shoulders are always forward, no matter what. You know, you need one like, of them. Come you know, get he it. had to he had to straighten <laughs> up. So, uh, our our Miami Dolphins finished nine and eight last year. This offseason, they added Jalen Ramsey, cornerback, in that uh, trade. Basically, they all they did for that. They traded the third round pick that they got from the Patriots for Devontae Parker and a third string tight end. Got a top three cornerback in the NFL, Jalen Ramsey coming on home. And he even took a little bit of a pay cut uh, right away. Like we took a little bit off of his contract immediately. We're not even paying him what he was like supposed to be getting paid this year, which means that next year it'll be a lot more, but whatever. Yep, we're good. David Long Jr. coming over for us from the Titans, solid linebacker, filling a position of need for him. Like second that's best what, tackling. That's what they need in Miami right now. Like position of need. Deshaun Elliott's coming in to replace Eric Rowe, who left to go with to be in Carolina. So you know they've got that position figured out again. Brand, Brandon Jones is the starter, but this just gives Vic Fangio another chess piece. The expectation is for him to be on the field at the same time as Snowman, um, as you know these these linebackers. Like a lot of this three three five is kind of what like five D backs, three linebackers, three defensive linemen. That's kind of an expectation for Fangio and for us next year. Yep, and uh, stole uh, Braxton Berrios and Mike White from the New York Jets, brought him down to Miami. Braxton Berrios, you know, went to the U, so he's he's ready to come home. Mike White, he went to FAU, didn't he? F, so, uh, no, 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 no. He went to F, uh, U, Or No, USF. he went to USF. That's right, yep. Tampa. So, you know, he grew up a Dolphins fan, so we're just getting fans. We're getting, we're getting homies down here in the South, so we're good there. Lost Mike Jazicki. We talked about that. He went to the Patriots, so uh, he also stayed in the division. And, you know, good luck to you, Mike. We'll see what happens for you. A beautiful storyline would be, because you can see it happening, Tua getting hurt, Mike having to play. You guys are playing the Jets. Mike White no, playing the old team no. against A-Rod. Tua and didn't get to play him. the Jets at all last year. Beats Why? Him. Can, would you stop? Like, I'm just, I'm just, I could just see it. Dolphins I know you Twitter want it. needs I know you Tua want to it. play the Jets, just so we once, can just bro. like stop listening to it. And maybe Especially if they could play this the Bengals last year, too. I'd like to like, play the Bengals. You got to play Skylar Thompson twice. Like I don't want to hear anything. So we're just gonna move on from that. No, do not wish any injuries on my fucking quarterback. No, I wasn't wishing. It. I'm just I see it. You just oh, you said a cool storyline. I'm holding the eight ball. I see it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Dick. No, no. So uh, Dick is right, and that's what the Dolphins has as far as draft picks because they have four total <laughs> draft picks this year. Second round pick, uh, overall 51. That's their first pick in the draft right there, so that's cool. Uh, third round, they have pick 84. They had another third round, but Jalen Ramsey trade, so I'll, I'll fucking take it. Like, that's Oh, yeah, we probably would have gotten Jalen in the third round right. anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. But it, we I mean, gotta, you guys have Tyreek. And Jalen, yeah, bro. y'all good, y'all good, y'all yeah, good, bro. bro. And uh, as a Madden fan, it's awesome because we have like two 99s on our team, and that's just never happened. Uh, and then round six, round seven, they got a couple picks there. Those are, you know, whatever. Uh, so you know, the if they can do it in those first two picks there and snag an offensive tackle and a tight end, 
I think they they can get out of this draft really, really well. Now, do you think that Sam Laporta from Iowa will last until pick 84? Or you think he gets taken sometime in the second? I think that's about where he's projected to go is in that range. Like, I I won't be shocked if he goes he's early. from Iowa. Exactly. There's no way everyone's going to be like, well, George Kittle wasn't really projected to be all that great, but he's also from Iowa. And then the guy no, before I, him, Iowa tight end, bro. You're solid with that, bro. That's what I'm they saying. They breed tight ends, bro. I don't know if this guy will last that long. That's where I'd be willing to trade up at that point, you know, into the third round, uh, a little bit higher for a player like that. But that just doesn't seem to be something the Dolphins are willing to do to trade up for players that they like. They seem to be willing to accept what falls to them and make all of these moves with all these pieces and it's been genius so far i mean it's been great to watch from our perspective the last six years of being a dolphins fan has been us making all these splash moves with trades and picks and then turning it into fucking unbelievable talent and nothing to show for it at the end so here's to that being (laughs) turned around nine and eight with you know losing our quarterback for like seven games or something i mean that's pretty good and having to play with the third string rookie quarterback in the playoff game and still only lost by three points. Like we played the bills three times. All three games were by three points, like winner, win or lose. It was by three points all three times. So that's who everyone expected not, last year to be the best yeah. team in the fucking league. And we played them without the fucking, without our starter once. Ooh, the bills. It's not how you, who you have to worry about. You got to worry about the Bengals and the chiefs. No, nah, we just got to beat Jets the Bills now. so we can get that home field advantage. Yeah, I, matters, think, man. I think that uh, hype train for the Bills is going to die down here. So oh, yeah. For sure. So uh, moving on, we're not going to stay on the Dolphins too long and turn this back into a Dolphins podcast. So Now uh, we're going to make Austin happy. Here you go, Austin. We got the Chargers. Go Chargers. Go. The, the cheating Chargers. 10-7 uh, and seven last year. Eric Kendricks, middle linebacker, coming over from Minnesota Hey-o. to play for them. Lost Huge. to Sear Adderley. He decided to retire. A little young in age as far as retiring, but, hey, we're seeing it more and more. Yep. They That's really all the major moves they had as far as they adding people. They restructured Khalil Max and uh, Joey Bosa's contracts. But, yeah, they have all their draft picks in each round. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All those, like, you know, so – just normal day at the office on draft day. I guess at 21, man, it, it, it sucks, sucks so much for these teams in this position in the draft. Cause like the top tier talent is gone. Everyone wants to reach for the position they want, but like really can't do it. I was doing a mock draft today on PFF and it was difficult picking guys here. Like there's so many defensive ending corners and teams that don't have those as huge needs at this point in the draft, I think what do you th- the Chargers. What do you think their biggest need is? I think that they filled it a lot with middle linebacker. The fact that they've got Kendricks and now they also have Khalil Mack um, means that they like Kerry Kendricks before um, uh, Fred Warner, I think, was like the best coverage linebacker in the league. He gets interceptions, fucking sacks. Like, if it's third down, watch where Eric Hendricks is because that shit matters. Oh, yeah. I I think they got a lot fucking better. I think, honestly, their offense is probably still their biggest needs. Like, their line and potential. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is their O-line. That's where they could use the biggest help, probably. But I was going to say Eric Hendricks is pretty much Troy Palomalu at linebacker. Seriously. He's a little bit bigger. That's the best way to compare him. So fluid. He just has a nose for the ball. Yeah. I think that their offense, I don't think that they're going to end up trading uh, Austin Eckler. Like him requesting a trade uh, or whatever. That's, that's big. He's going like, to he's gonna get trade more money. Him. He's going to play because he's still great. Especially after and, the season he had, bro. Think about that. Exactly. The he's season he just had, play. and he's getting older. Like The man that's wants where, money. It's smart to do what he's doing. I think it's the same thing with Saquon Barkley. Everyone's saying that Saquon Barkley might not show up to training camp. I think that that's he's doing exactly what these he's guys aren't going to pull Le'Veon Bell's though. 
Exactly. They know better now. Le'Veon Bell showed exactly what the fuck happens whenever Not you to do. do this. Like, if you leave for a whole season, you're done. You're done forever. You're never going to be the same ever again. And especially so, with a running back role. Like, when yeah. we when you narrow down the running back role, like, those guys only have so many years exactly. in the prime. So it sucks that like they're not getting paid properly. We've been talking about this for weeks on the show. Like that, just in general, the why would you play running back? That was the question we asked a couple weeks ago. Because seriously, why would you? Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, banged up the most. Yeah, yeah, paid the least. I think that this, in my opinion, will be the last year we see of um, the head coach. Robbie, no, is Ronnie? What what's his name? You know, you hate him too. What team are we talking about? The Chargers. Chargers. Rob Staley. No. Ronnie Staley. No. Right. No. We're gonna have to cut all that shit. <laughs> yeah. So the head I just coach... know it's Staley. Yeah. Staley. So I think that this is the last year we're gonna Brian. see of him. No. Ryan. Ryan Staley. I think it's Ronnie. <laughs> No, it's not Ronnie. <laughs> it's uh, you're fucking me up with the R. I feel like, but yeah, I feel like he's the biggest problem that they've had on the team in general. Uh, is oh, the yeah. coach like the decision making on that side of things? If they can fix that, I mean, you know, they're gonna be great. <laughs> they just don't want to though. They had their chance this off season and they just didn't. So they're gonna be screwed for another season. Yeah, what you think about Herbert. all that, Justin? You know, I try not to think too much because it'll hurt my head, and then I'm no good to you guys. True. Well, we True. appreciate that. Uh, what's the head coach for the gotta... Chargers? Brandon Staley. Brandon, Brandon Staley. Staley. I tried. I tried with this man. <laughs> He's over here saying Ryan. Ryan. I said Staley. Ronnie, dude. No, he said Ronnie. Ronnie. I was trying to do Brian at least. You know, he looks like a Chad. He does. <laughs> does he? That's a good call. He just, That's because just, just called him. All right, moving on. Baltimore Ravens also finished the season last year at 10 and 7. Talked about yeah. how they added OBJ. Also added Nelson Aguilar. So, you know, they're Another trying to beef up stretcher. that wide receiver cord. Yep. Stretch in the field. They lost Calais Campbell, their big defensive end. Now, you know, he's getting up there long in the tooth a little bit, but he's still a playmaker. Has, he hasn't been picked up by anyone yet. Atlanta, Atlanta. We just talked about that. God damn, we did. That's that's a that's damn, bro. They are stacking. Ben Powers, offensive guard. They lost him, so you know their offensive line's taking a little bit of a hit. Marcus Peters and Kyle Fuller, two of their cornerbacks, are still free agents, so they have the possibility of still coming back maybe but as of right now they're still free agents so every cornerback free Mark. agent is going to have to wait until after the draft these corners are just looking oh, too yeah, big, spicy deep deep draft this the, the market's going to get fucked a little bit this year they're going honestly it'd be really smart for all these guys to take one year deals and then go back into the cornerback market next year and then they'll all get paid because there won't be a phenomenal draft class coming out Marcus Peters is the one that intrigues me. Like, if he doesn't sign with them, like, where would he go? Because he can make an impact on a team. He uh, honestly, Kyle Fuller was with the Bears at first, and his rookie year, he was really, really, really well. I'm not. I'm not like, trying to talk down to Kyle Fuller. I'm just talking up to well, yeah. Marcus what Peters I'm saying what he is can that. Do. Uh, but I see both of these guys potentially coming back home on, like I was saying, a one-year deal because they're not really going to get a lot on the open market, like. People just aren't going to be willing to pay for a veteran corner whenever, if you look at the last couple of years, if you take a, a rookie corner or a rookie wide receiver, you have a high likelihood of hitting a player that's going to be uber athletic at the minimum. Like, that's what you're getting from these young guys. Marcus Peters isn't as athletic as some of these guys coming out of the draft. Like, they're, you know, he's on his like second or third contract. Yeah, I mean, Marcus Peters is another guy to where he's up there in age. He's about to go on his age 32 season. So for a corner, like, you know, you're just losing that much more of a step. And in today's day, like 
game, it's a young man's game. So I mean, they're only getting fast. He's he's going to have value. He'll get picked up by somebody. But right now, like you said, with this draft, I think they're, you're just going to wait because where the Ravens pick in the first round here at pick number twenty two. It's probably Thanks. a prime spot for them to snatch up a corner and add a, some youth there to their defense. And, I mean, they took Kyle Hamilton last year for their secondary. I don't see why they wouldn't keep doing it this year. And safety, just, right? Yeah, Kyle Hamilton yeah. was. So, um, and I mean, they got a pick in the third round, fourth, fifth, and sixth. So they don't really have many picks to work with, but... You know, it's the Ravens. They always draft well. They always draft really solid guys. That front office, is we talk about it all the time. It's ran one of the best in the league. So I trust it that really they're is. at least out of those five picks, they'll have at least two solid contributors for their team, which if you go two for five in the draft, you're hitting great. Like, you're going to keep your job. So... Yeah, I think the Ravens, you know, they're probably still looking with a healthy Lamar... I think you're looking at a wild card playoff team next year. Well, you spend some time over there in Baltimore. Is the uh, the Ravens like real deal over there? Like that's everyone what everyone talks about over there. Yes, and this was like the beginning of Lamar was whenever I was there, um, and it was legitimately everybody is a Ravens fan. Like you see the flags everywhere. Like we were in the hood. So like, obviously people in the hood, but even like whenever you go to other businesses and stuff, it's freaking everywhere. Nobody cares about the Orioles. <laughs> like the Baltimore Orioles are trash. The Orioles what what yeah. other, wait, what other organization do they have besides baseball and football? Well, tech, no, I guess Washington DC for the basketball team. Um, uh, uh, it, it's close. Washington, Washington D.C. is really, really close to Maryland. Like it's kind of like yeah. so. A lot of people use the Wizards as like you know, kind of like their team if you're you. in Maryland. So then it would be the Washington Capitals. Capitals right. now, yeah, 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 yeah. And then this last team, last team. Minnesota Vikings finished 13 and 4, the most fraud 13 and 4 you'll ever see in the NFL. Well, I don't know. The Eagles last year, they, at least they made it all the way to the Super Bowl, but like that that was a pretty fucking shit schedule. Who were those four well. losses? Oh, I know yeah, one of the them is the Cowboys. Had the easiest path to the Super Bowl ever. We talked about that, but you know, added Marcus Davenport defensive end, Byron Murphy brought him in at cornerback. That's good because they lost Patrick Peterson. We talk about Eric Kendricks going to the Chargers. Well, he had to leave somewhere. He left Minnesota. They lost Irv Smith Jr. He went to Cincinnati to go play with Burrow oh, and the boys. shit. That's a good ad by them. Uh, well, Hawkinson made him expendable, so that's, you know, understandable. Ah, good point. Good point. Adam Thielen. That's a great ad by Cincinnati. We talked about him last week. He went to Carolina, and they also lost Dalvin Tomlinson, their defensive tackle. He went to Cleveland, I believe. Pretty sure on that. So do okay. you think that all these boys at least hit up uh, JJ and were like, yo, JJ, like in a couple years you're going to be out JJ of this Bob. bitch, or like you change, you stay like Cincinnati. Staying, no, I'm saying all these players no, are that's leaving. where like, he needs that to they go. Hit up uh, Justin Jefferson and like Cincinnati asked him, like, hey man, needs to trade. Are you out of here for sure, or like are you going to be chilling around? Because if you're chilling, like I might be chilling too. But if you're gone, like I'm just going to so, leave this bitch see, now and get paid. Patrick and you're Peterson, saying that's why all those people are leaving. Patrick I think so. Peterson is on the plus side of thirty. Adam Thielen is on the plus side of thirty. Dalvin Tomlinson is getting up there in age, and they just didn't feel he was worth his contract. Irv Eric Smith Jr. was like their twenty-seven. Irv Smith they Jr. was their tight end too. Eric Kendricks was the one that they just didn't have they, the cap space to they, pay for because pay they're going. He's to been have playing to way pay too Justin good. Jefferson. I don't think yeah. they're going to pay him. I think they're, that they're not. If JJ's smart, I think that he'll hit the open market and he'll make the the because what happened. With Tyreek Hill and Deonta, Devontae Adams, they got traded, and then they got paid. So they didn't really get to hit the open market, but they got traded to a team that they were willing to get paid by. So like it was like, all right, well, fuck it. We'll just get paid by them. I think that J.J. doesn't do that. I think that they can't trade him in time, and that he just sits there, and he waits, and then he gets the absolute maximum that a wide receiver could expect. J.J. is someone 
that I see that wants to play with a great quarterback. Like, bro, the Chiefs could end up signing this guy because they don't have any receivers over there. Look at like how they could be waiting on him and just like willing to pay him, and that could be game fucking over. Post Travis Kelsey, you Check can probably page. afford to pay uh, JJ, which is going to be in two or three years. That makes a lot of sense. So I like that, Austin. Yeah. That. Hey. Good job, Austin. Good it on just, you. Look it at just came brain, to me. That bro. brain work. It just came to me. It would just make so much sense if they were just willing to wait for him because they don't have really any. Another one's the Chargers. The Chargers are going to be losing. Another Keenan, great uh, one. Another Keenan great one. Allen. Yes. So like, you know, there's there's definitely some good quarterbacks because you you see uh, Jamar Chase and. You know that JJ would love to play over there, but nobody can yes. afford to pay Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson, That's... and then also have like an offensive line and like uh, yeah, exactly, meals, a decent team around. Them. You know, maybe flights to and from the games. Like you have to afford all those things too. So you talked about two of the top five receivers and then a top three quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So Vikings draft picks, they've only got five to work with. They got pick 23 in the first round. They got pick 87 in the third. Fourth round pick coming back from Detroit in the TJ Hawkinson trade. Their second round pick went to Detroit for the TJ Hawkinson trade. Uh, Fifth round pick and sixth round pick. So, I mean, not much to work with. So I don't know really how much the Vikings can improve. And with the way that the Bears and the Lions have improved this offseason, I I think the Vikings might finish third in their conference that, division this year. The Bears and the Vikings, I think the Vikings are more of a veteran team and the Bears are very young. So the Bears are going to make a lot of mistakes. They're going to lose a lot of close games. The Vikings probably still finish second. But I think the Bears give them a run for their money, and the Lions absolutely finish first. Damn. All right. That's well, that take, knocks though. out this week for our off-season preview, so you're welcome there. Now <laughs> we've got our uh, top 25 running backs coming at you right now. Now, uh, what I want to do this week, I talked to Colby about it, Austin. What we're going to do this week is we are going to uh, all name off our you know, go down the list of like 25 to 15 and then go from 14 to five or six. And then we'll go do our top five. That way we're kind of given a semblance of, you know, where we're going with it. Yep. Chow feels. Chow definitely feels. So uh, Austin, go ahead and uh, knock us off here with your, uh, give us your from 25 to 15 name off your running backs here for us. Well, you know, I got to start it off with my man James Cook for the Buffalo Bills. He came out hot this season, boys. Kareem Hunt, 24. Ramondre Stevenson, 23. Aaron Jones, 22. You got Gibbs at 21. Najee Harris at 20. You want it all the way to 15? All the way to 15, son. Damn, that's a long ways. Isaiah Pacheco at number 19. Travis Etienne, 18. Brian Robinson, 17. Brees Hall, 16. And then we got Bijan to round it off at 15, baby. Let's go. Okay. So looking at it so far here, our lists are very different from like the back end of, you know, 10 on. So like, you know, there's a lot of conversation here to be had. Colby, who are, rattle off yours here real quick. So I've got Jameer Gibbs at the bottom, uh, Damian Pierce, Rashad Penny, uh, Khalil Herbert, Miles Sanders, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, DeAndre Swift, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, and then I round off number 15 with Derrick Henry. Ooh, that's a spicy What the... All right, hold up. That's a spicy take. Hold up. What the fuck did we just hear? So my expectations this was, for this was, for Derrick Henry for this bro. year, I mean, dude, the guy's over thirty. Uh, he's he's gonna have to fall off eventually. You're talking I think about that he, the his king. likelihood of getting hit hurt. I mean, bro, the king could be the king until he's dethroned. I think that he's not the king. Exactly. He has not, not yet king. to be dethroned, though. I mean, last he's year Josh still Jacobs was face the plans, rushing people. champ, right? Hey, I mean, he. Yeah, Derrick Henry had a toe injury. Okay. 
Get I at him. He had a better yards per average. A toe if, injury. If you're looking at a fantasy outlook, I mean, especially PPR, I mean, I Colby's not far off here. Like, I don't... My list, obviously, will disagree well, with him, but I can see his line of thinking for sure. Before you go, like, I mean... I, I just can't believe if he's got like Khalil Herbert here and Rashad Penny up here and, and Miles Sanders like, but you have DeAndre Swift, so low. So the expectation of so Swift low. because of there being a, a David Montgomery, Swift's not going to be able to get what he was capable of getting last year. On top of that, Swift has been injury prone his whole career now. Like, it's now been year after year of him getting a little bit banged up and missing games. So I don't think that he's going to outproduce guys like Ramondre Stevenson and uh, Kenneth Walker. Okay. I'll a give lot you of that. these young guys that I have way higher up on my list, like, they're who I – like, J.K. Dobbins is my next one, right? I think that these guys and their expectation because of their youth is so much more. What we're expecting from Derrick Henry is, like – it's awesome. Like he's going to run for a lot, but his total yards in receiving and rushing combined and his total touchdowns, it's not going to touch some of these guys and what they're going to be capable of next year, especially if they still have Ryan fucking Tannehill. Like they can't just continue to act like Derrick Henry's dick is bigger than everyone else. Like that's what about, it's not going to work. What about, forever. what are you, what are you doing with Damian Pierce and Jameer Gibbs? Like, we know Jameer Gibbs is Kamara. We know Damian Pierce is Nick Chubb. So like, Damian what are you, Pierce what are you doing with those still two? plays for the Houston Texans, right? So like my expectation for what their team is going to be capable they're of. They're about to get I a great they're quarterback. Gonna, they're going to have a lot of really long fields. They're going to have a lot of turnovers that are going to end drive short. So he's not going to get 400 carries next year. He's not going to get even close to that. Now, he's the only guy there, and they're probably not drafting anybody else. But we also didn't see him receive a lot really well last year. That's why Brian Robinson doesn't make my list, because it's the same with him. We didn't really see these guys being this dual threat. I can do both. And for me, the running back position, if you're just running the ball down people's throat, you're you're not of running back in today's NFL. Not truly. You're half of what you can only come out on first and second down. On third, I have to take you out and put in this fucking little fast guy that can block better than you. What you got for us, Justin? Who you got for us? All right, so my list real quick. I've got 25, A.J. Dillon. Then I've got Isaiah Pacheco, Brian Robinson, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, DeAndre Swift at 20, Javante Williams, Miles Sanders, Najee Harris. We've got Jameer Gibbs coming in at number 16 here. And Tony Pollard rounding out at 15 for my top uh, the 10 there for you. Now I want to say. I, 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 hold on. Because he mentioned that name just now, I was about to get at him. But then I remember he's injured, coming off an injury. So I'll give you that. Javante Williams? That. No, no, no. That one, Tony too. P. That one alarmed me, but he the Tony P. is not on my list at all, and I can't believe. Javante? I cannot believe. I can't believe that I don't have him on my list. Like, I, he's oh, not even anywhere. I never even thought about him, and honestly, he should be a top 10 on my list. That's like, what I was saying, Colby. You got Miles Sander, Khalil Herbert. Like, you need Javante Williams, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So, uh, Jameer Gibbs, for me, like, that one, you know, we've got the Rook coming in a little high there, and he's the second projected overall running back for, you know, the draft this year. But, I like, I've got the guys behind him, Najee Harris, Miles Sanders, Javante Williams, DeAndre Swift, David Montgomery, you know. Those guys, I think Jameer Gibbs comes in giving you more than those guys. Honestly, to me, if he stays healthy – He's everything that you expected you would get out of DeAndre Swift. Straight up. He's but just a, just a the little athletic faster. build, just a little sl slender. A little but, more and, slender and quicker. He's got yeah, he's got more speed to go with it. And so yeah. that's where to me, like I just and especially like fantasy wise, I think Jameer Gibbs on the right team can end up being like a fantasy darling this year for sure. Where's the spot you think he might land? Or a good landing spot for him? A good landing spot. Ready to for go him. right. Honestly, here, right I would say now. Kansas City if they didn't take Pacheco Ooh, last year. Yeah, but they already got Pacheco, and they have they still have a Ceh right, Clyde edwards there. Yes. So they're they're I, set I really think, there. I think L.A. like the Chargers 
That's, I think they oh, would be a good Oh, the Chargers. They definitely need somebody premier at this point because they've been trying to replace Austin Eckler be... in the same way that they replaced Melvin Gordon with Austin Eckler, and it has not worked. They've tried every fucking year, and everyone tells me every year, oh, this is the guy, Austin Eckler's done now. And, like, it's just they, they never end up doing anything. So they they probably need to take a premiere back at this point to have that. So them taking him would be in the end of the first round. So you're saying that uh, that would be Bijan would be round gone? Round. You think you think he'd last to the second easily? I, I mean, I think them to. taking him at the end of the first would be a bit of a reach. But I've always said if you're going to take a running back, take him in the first because you get that fifth-year option. And if, they, if you're on the fence of the first or the second round call. with him – Go ahead and take him in the first. Like, just go ahead. You and only it. get that if you take running back in the first, not in the second. Yeah. Correct. You, you get don't get that fifth year option with the second. Round you're back. investing in that guy. Exactly. So uh, we'll we'll snake this back around. So for my numbers, fourteen through five for you here, we've got Dalvin Cook at fourteen, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Travis Etienne, Austin Eckler at number ten. Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, Bijan Robinson coming in at number seven for you, and Saquon. Now, so, I wanted to just the big one for me Austin Eckler at 10. Uh, is it just because you're viewing this purely rushing? Like you're not giving any evaluation no, I'm to the I'm viewing receiving? this as, as a whole. So, receiving running back, he is great. I mean, he's the best in the league. But rushing-wise, it is very hit or miss. He can pop off for 125 yards on 10 carries easily. But then we saw too many games where he had 12 carries for 35 yards. Yet he had seven receptions for 86 yards and a touchdown. So to me, it's like, are you a slot-wide receiver or are you a running back? So so if you look at all-purpose yards, though, he's going to be in the top three or top five. Is that not like... Does that because like it's still yards for your team? It's still touchdowns. He's probably going to lead the league in touchdowns again. Again, like it the came last down. Years. Again, it came down to the guys I have ahead of him. Like I would rather have Kenneth Walker from an overall standpoint of what I saw last year. A healthy Brees Hall. From everything we've seen on projection out of Bijan Robinson and everything I've watched on him, him being at number seven tells me. Or I, me putting him there is me telling you that, like, that's how I, I project him. And, you know, I, I feel like you might feel the same way. I Saquon, do, actually. I have, healthy I have... Saquon is Austin Eckler with rushing. Like, I, I, I agree with that one. So, like, I like Saquon. I, I have – so, uh, well, I'll do my list, I guess. Uh, so, I've got J.K., uh, Dobbins, Aaron Jones, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker at 10, Tony Pollard at 9. I think that you had him way lower on your list. For me, Tony Pollard, uh, even coming off of injury, off it, injury. he, bro, the, his elect, electricity last year, he's a top five if he wasn't coming off injury. It, with coming off injury, 100%. I think right there around 9 or 10 is like respect to what he's capable of, both running and receiving again. I think that I give a lot of value to receivers because of the fantasy evaluation. Receiving is worth so much. You get the reception and blah, blah, blah. But it's more than that. It's what it does for the team as well. Um, And then Travis Etienne at eight. Bijan Robinson at seven. I agree with that. I think he's going to be a top 10 back. I don't think that he's Ezekiel Elliott and takes the the rushing champ year one. But I think that depending on where he goes, he could end up being an absolute monster. Um, Pretty much regardless of where he goes, he's going to be a monster. If he goes in the right position, he could be a top three back. Yeah, he, he should absolutely on a lot in a lot of, you know, redraft dynasty leagues or rookie dynasty leagues. In ours, it's a full redraft league this year, what we're doing. He's still going to be probably a top five pick, depending on his situation and where he lands. Now, my number six is Nick Chubb, right? And that's what I want to talk about. I think Nick Chubb with Kareem Hunt, a lot of the weight 
uh, gets taken off of his shoulders. He doesn't have to perform. He doesn't have to get uh, 400 plus carries. If you look at his snaps last year, Josh Jacobs had 374. Derrick Henry had 383. Saquon had 404. Miles Sanders 398. Nick Chubb 336. And it's like, yeah, he's still above 300. He's, he's in the same range, but he wasn't relied upon as heavily. He had a 5.0 average. It, you know, if he's able to carry that out, like he would be the best running back. I just he don't also see has him... the best second running back behind him. Well, he doesn't anymore because Kareem Hunt's gone. They are not going to go? resign him. They're not resigning. He he hasn't gone anywhere yet. He's waiting until after the draft, well, like just like the corners. I, so I mean, they could end up resigning him. He they have said repeatedly, we are not resigning Kareem Hunt. We do That's not want him. And he doesn't want to play as the backup to Nick Chubb. He wants his own yeah, job. Yeah, he wants a number one role. Which he deserves. Yeah. And there's plenty I, of teams that need him. That's why we have a list of 25 players, not 32. Yeah. Because plenty of teams that need him. And that's something yeah. I want to get to after this list is, like, the teams that we didn't talk about with these running backs that, like, they need a guy. And it's the teams that, are like, have that committee backfield sometimes. So for my list, uh, number 14, we got Damian Pierce. Then 13 is Kenneth Walker. 12, we got DeAndre Swift. That man is clean and smooth. He's going to stay healthy this year, hopefully. Then we got Javante Williams coming off injury at 11. Tony Pollard coming off injury at a 10, rounding it off the top end, baby. Josh Jacobs at 9. Austin Eckler at 8. Saquon Barkley at 7. And we got Alvin Kamara, if he plays, at 6. What y'all boys think of that? See, I think with just age and skill set, you have Kamara a l- way too high. That man is still one of the smoothest backs in the league. He he's still smooth, and you know, I like his skill. We haven't like, we haven't seen him go have, down. His team around him has taken a step back, but him like, as I've a got whole, Kamara on my list, and it doesn't look like Colby has Kamara on his list at all. So, so Kamara is the one is person he's not going to play this year. Exactly. He's only going to be suspended six games. Yeah, that's going to make a big difference on him breaching so, yeah. the top 25 statistically. But we're making these but lists off of who is, we would want on our team, also, and that's where I would want him. getting to that age 30 season, especially as a running back. That's just basically a brick wall. He was never, like, a speed threat. So, like, that's just going to get he was lower. He's, He's very elusive, and that's still going to be there. But even this last season, we saw a little bit of that electricity was not there as much as you know. Without in the years his prior. starting quarterback, yes. Now, like he's a he's running still back. Though. Running backs, running backs. No, but you be you, reliant on a starting quarterback. Like you are in a way though. They that he's a checkdown guy, and so if your quarterback is not checking down to you, he's losing all his value that he had. Drew Brees checked down to him like a motherfucker. Okay, so we can so have Derek well, Carr checking down with to him. Derek Henry then. Because they don't, they have a starting quarterback and nobody's worried about him. So, like, they know the ball is going to Derrick Henry, but well, yet he still produces. And well, he doesn't have We haven't have gotten my top set. five yet. I'm, we, we haven't I mean, you're, there. you're talking right, to me about so Derrick Henry. I mean, around, I got him. We're snaking around. Go ahead and hit your top five real here. Right here. All right. Well, I got Dalvin Cook for number five. Jonathan Taylor coming off injury. Number four. That boy going to bring it back. Nick Chubb with number three. We got Derrick Henry, the king, number two, to number one, Christian McCaffrey, the goat, the white goat, the great white hope. I can't disagree with that too much. Like, I mean, we, it looks like we all have a very similar top five. Um, Oh, yeah. We all have, yeah, I mean. We all have JT. C-Mac, Chubb, JT. I I have Chubb at six. And Derrick Henry, except for you. Yeah, Coley. he's got Chubb and then at six. Me and me and uh, Justin both have Josh Jacobs in the top five. Like you guys yeah. have. Go ahead. What's your top five? Derek Henry. We'll go ahead and knock this out. So uh, I've got Josh Jacobs at five. I think being the rushing champ on a team that he played for last year, they're they're not really changing up their scheme. They franchise tagged him to use the fuck out of him again. So the three hundred seventy four snaps he got last year, duplicate that. Uh, then JT at four. I think that the situation he's in with the quarterback is going to hurt him some, uh, like similar to Damian Pierce, but he's way 
better of a talent than Damian Pierce. He also has a way better offensive line. And, like, there's just less holes on the Colts as a, as a whole. If they can get the right guy at four, I think the Colts could turn it around. Like, it's awesome QB. that they're finally in that position. They are uh, the team that's a QB away. I think Saquon could easily be the best running back next year. He's absolutely going to play for the Giants. It's not even a fucking question. He's right now. He's not signing the franchise tag. That's smart. We we were talking about that uh, a little bit ago. That uh, at this point, for him to play this game of like, I'm not going to show up to the the mandatory mini camp. I'm not going to show up to all these things because you guys aren't paying me. That's the smart thing. Doing what Le'Veon did and sitting out for a whole season. That's fucking dumb at this point in his career it makes absolutely no sense to do that he's gonna play he's gonna play for the giants he's gonna get paid like 10 or 12 million dollars to do it and he's gonna ball the fuck out and someone's gonna pay him next year if the giants can't afford it like i think that he could easily because it's like you said bro he's austin eckler except for that he's also really really fucking good at running the ball like javonta williams honestly i think uh if he wasn't hurt would be in all of our top fives because we saw a very similar thing from him, and he's even younger. Brees Hall, if he didn't get hurt, he would be in all of our top fives because of, of a similar thing. Brees Saquon, Hall almost made my top five. The injury and everything's what knocked him down, but yep. he was very close to my top five. And so, who's your top two? Tripping. Now, I've got Austin Eckler. I drafted Austin Eckler years ago from a fantasy perspective. I love him. I think that he adds so much value to the Ooh. Chargers that in a lot of ways the Justin Herbert hype is because of not Keenan Allen, but because of Austin Eckler. The capabilities that he has on an offense because of a running back like that, being able to check it down to him and throw the screens and all those things, he gets so many extra yards. So I think Austin Eckler is very undervalued. Um, C-Mac, great white hope. He's the best running back in football. Once he got traded to the 49ers, it was obvious that he has a lot of gas left in the tank. Man threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and ran a touchdown all in the same fucking day. I didn't want to talk about Justin Herbert, but you, you can say some slanderous shit like that and say because of Austin Eckler. I this mean, man having the prettiest ball on in the league. You know? No, I get that's, it, but like this man does throw the prettiest ball in the league. Show me another quarterback that, th- that throws a better ball. He also, show me one. Show me. Just, also, no, 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 no. He also averaged uh, more passes under ten yards than any other quarterback in the NFL next year. But go on. So no, yeah, uh, you got to do what five, you got to do because you got slow ass receivers running on the field. Old ass men, fucking hobbled ass receivers. Come on now, get at me. Uh, my top five. I've got King Henry coming in at number five. Josh Jacobs, number Respect. four. Jonathan Taylor, number three. I, you okay. know, you get a healthy Jonathan Taylor. He's absolutely number one back in the league to me. Like, and you Literally. know, this is just, I have Chubb at number two. So Austin, you had him at number three. Colby's a little lower on Nick Chubb than we are, but like, and I understand what you're saying. And my thing is the yards per carry. That like, 5.0. It's huge. And he, I'm pretty sure has the record for, highest average yards per carry like in a career depending on like you know how, what benchmark of how many because it's not like just this past year or that he's 5.0 he's 5.0 on his career like like he's average 5.0 minimum four and a half yards a carry you give him the ball three times you're getting a first down like to me that's exactly what you're wanting out of a running back is just move the it's, chains and he's especially only when they're losing hunt yeah if he was 29, I think that he would be barely top 10 on my list. Because he's Nick 27. Is 27. He's 27. December, he That's turns 28. That's alarming. That's yeah. actually alarming. Exactly. So he's still got a solid four to five years left of his prime. Does, and pause. my number Does, one, Christian McCaffrey. We've all got Christian McCaffrey number one. Like you said, a big proponent of that is like him that also that. being on the 49ers now. Because... Yeah. It's huge. The best Their run running system is the best with yeah. the most versatile running back in the NFL. And that's Maybe a team that does do running back committee, but they're they're dedicated to Christian. Like, like this I mean, dude you can't came out and it. had a thousand yard 
receiving season and a thousand yard rushing season. And it was like twelve hundred yard rushing. And like a hundred yard passing. His first season in the NFL, he had a hundred plus catches as a running back. Yeah. Like he is Austin Eckler on steroids. No, he's a smaller Cooper Cup that can run. The best thing for Christian McCaffrey is Debo and uh, Trey Lance if he ends up playing, and then uh, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, all these guys, there was none of that. Whenever he played for Carolina, if he was on the field, he was getting the fucking ball. It's why he was so valuable in fantasy, and I see that his value in fantasy goes down next year because the 49ers are going to be smart on the way they utilize him. He's very not going to... Christian McCaffrey next year. I don't think he's a number one overall, though. I think no, that not there's other one. people... Like, yeah. In a dynasty, where would you guys rank your top five? Oh, ah, that's, that's way tough. harder, man. Oh, that's it's tough. it's that's all tough. youth. Like at that yeah. point, Bijan Robinson, number chart. one. Bijan, Brees Hall. Wait, Bijan first? Kenneth Bijan first. He's the youngest, bro. Absolutely Bijan first. He's never been know. hurt. I might w- yeah. But you don't Brees even Hall, know what he can Brees do on a team. Hall at least bring in the one. rookies from last year. Brees Hall would be number one if he was not coming off of an ACL. Yes. I would say Javante Williams. But still, I would say though, like, like JT, Javante, Javante and then Brees year. Hall. In our league, if That's anybody prime. takes Brees Hall That's in prime. the top 10, I don't think anyone's going to shit on him. Like, even with the injury, because in oh, a dynasty. I would take Brees Hall at number fucking three, probably. Like, there's little, little people. You're that gambling there. You're gambling there. But I mean, I mean, you're, if Aaron goes to the Jets, like, that's a pass happy quarterback. I mean, we know what he can do with Aaron Jones. Brees Hall like, can receive, bro. That man had 100 yards receiving, that's a good, that's 100 yards say. rushing in one game. In one game, he had 100, 100. Like, that's I know, but the sample nuts. size we got on him was kind of small. He only had six games, eight games that he played in. Bro, that's what I said was, the sample size. He was absolutely running away with offensive rookie of the year before he got hurt. And that's yep. where whenever we restart our dynasty, like I'm very interested to see how people value positions. Like how early somebody takes Patrick Mahomes or Josh mm. Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Travis Herbert, Kelsey. like because if in a dynasty, I mean, if you're you want a young quarterback that you can plug and play and not fucking yep. worry about, but that's also having Josh Allen once I because Sut that's dropped a risk. him and I picked him up, it was so nice to like I didn't even have a second quarterback after Josh Allen's bye week because if Josh Allen goes down, my season's over. Like I'm, you're buying in that hard on that position, yep. but like when they don't go down that. because it's quarterback, then you it, end up fucking. Well, winning. especially in fantasy, and I mean in dynasty, you have a little more leeway. But normal fantasy drafts, your first four picks are your championship team. Like yep. those guys stay healthy. They're core. If you picked right, generally you're in the championship game. In a dynasty, you have a little leeway with like maybe your first six, but still. Like you have to hit on those picks. So like you're no matter what you're picking, you're going all in. Like even if you take Travis Kelsey top five just because of his fantasy production, if he goes down, your season's fucked just simply yep. because of the like the value that you put in that pick. Unless you get some seventh or eighth rounder that ends up being like top ten value, well, yeah, like a like Kareem you get Hunt a steal at the year, yeah, like something like that is like an anomaly that can make the difference. But other than that, you're fucked. And if and what reality is, you want to get that and keep your core because then that's how you win championships. And I'm always interested to see too, like how early these not necessarily rookies, but like rookie one year vet, two year vets how early those guys will go. Cause you're still going to have dudes like in the NFL right now, like CD lamb, you know, he's a few years in the league right now, but he's not going to go as early as Justin Jefferson or Jamar chase, or, you know, maybe not even T Higgins, like those guys. So he, the, it's those but dudes yet, that you find a value in. And but I'm yeah, super- he, he is as talented as guys, maybe more, but yeah, just hasn't, you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, and he just needs to open up his game a little more because I I agree with you. I fucking love CD Lamb. The talent like, he's is been there one for him to be past those guys. Oklahoma, literally. And I I can't wait to dive into like our dynasty rankings and stuff in the off season here. But uh, next week, let me get this looked up here for you real quick and find out uh 
what teams we've got for y'all next week. Let's see. I know it's the Dallas Cowboys. That's going to be one of our teams. We're going to go dive uh, into deep. We about finished the with the Giants, Dallas right? Cowboys. So, yeah, it's going to so, be Dallas uh, next, and the Bills. And next, we week, got... next week we got for you guys, we've got Jacksonville, New York Giants, Dallas Cowboys, yes, Buffalo sir. Bills, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Big Who week day? next week coming up for the boys. Who day? And and then uh, I think we're gonna top uh, take on our top thirty overall pass catchers. You know we're gonna throw tight ends into that mix too and see where they stack up with wide receivers. So uh, you know kind of mix it up for you guys a little bit for the positional rankings, but uh, we're excited for it. I fucking love what we're doing here because you know it's just great convo, great back and forth with the boys. For everybody here, I'm Hulk. You've got Austin coach follow us on twitter at pro football underscore pod at austin underscore pfp at coach underscore pfp at hulk underscore pfp we love you guys thanks for sticking around with this peace out peace